Okay, good morning everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session. Now, of course, today is Friday the 25th of February. And very welcome for those of you that are joining us live. Also, those who are joining us through a podcast. And all that fun that is constrained The whole point behind this particular session every day is for us to be as prepared as we can uh, for the trading opportunities uh, over the course of the trading day. So we want to be, uh, we want to plan, we want to identify what's Today was an incredibly um, volatile and um, wide range of trading day for obvious reasons. The news of uh, Russia invading Ukraine, the airwaves, a day and a half ago, and out and out selling for long periods. Then markets hit a low, became a little bit of a value proposition, um, and this sort of positivity started to seep in and prices reversed uh, the vast majority of yesterday's uh, collapse so very very wide ranges it does create a bit of a problem for these markets now which i'll go into in just a second but um if we could just start as we always do with a risk warning uh, those of you attending live please see our risk warning uh, currently up on screen just take note of the information on our risk warning and um, be mindful of your exposure to these markets at all times you want to be in control of that aspect, that side of things, uh, and not be out of control. Because in markets like yesterday, you can get you can get burned very, very easily if you're oversizing, if you're if you're taking too much risk on. Um. So, just as a quick introduction, what do all profitable traders need to consider when you get to the trading screens? You need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade, uh, which one, which markets are going to get your focus. Um. Some markets are going to be a lot more productive than others. Um, so you need to make some decisions, very clearly defined decisions on that. And the last thing you want to do is to be flicking through charts and all of a sudden see a little opportunity somewhere and you, you jump on it and, and you haven't really planned or prepared it to any great extent. Um, and you can have uh, obviously any range of outcome then. Um, so where do you want to enter those markets? Where do you want to exit? How do you manage that risk prior to entry? That's an important decision. Uh, how do you manage each trade? Um, do, you, do you perhaps trade uh, a basket of, of trades um, or do you trade individually and look to benefit uh, accordingly uh, off each trade? What's your approach? Uh, and trading psychology as well. Like a lot of yesterday's move was sort of pure psychology. It was pure, let's buy the dip um, with incredible volume. Now, it doesn't mitigate or take away any of the outstanding risks. They are still on the table. The fundamentals are very, very... Um, negative on these markets and the, the sentiment probably should be a lot more um, negative than what it is. Um, yesterday, we're very strong advocates of, of risk-off market conditions, uh, obviously due to the Russian conflict. And just to make something clear, it's not really about the Russian conflict uh, as far as these markets are concerned. It's the impact that it will have on higher prices and inflation um globally is is from a market perspective it is is far more significant um german econ uh, the russian economy is not a very significant player uh, in global global finance and um, there is these host of sanctions coming through now so you can imagine um any bank or business that's been working with russia have to really look at what they're doing <clears throat> um otherwise they'll be on the end of some very harsh sanctions as well so it's just really disruption, isn't it? In a world which has already been disrupted with um, with the Omicron uh, and 
uh, an energy crisis, which is only just getting worse, really, with with situations like Russia and um, very harsh sanctions on the way. But it's really the impact that it's likely to have on on prices, um, because most central banks are already behind the curve and letting inflation run run away, um, and they're not really responding and reacting quickly enough. So once the market starts to focus back onto central banks and not just looking for an intraday opportunity, it very well may turn negative again. And and even with yesterday's bounce back, we are still very bearish, these markets, purely for the fundamentals. But it must be said there is this disconnect currently between market fundamentals and uh, and some of the technical price action that we're seeing. Um, so that, that's kind of uh, a really important aspect to these market conditions. So let's have a quick look at these charts then. Um, we'll start as we always do with risk. So is there an appetite for risk or not? Um, if we look at the daily time frame, currently up on screen, this is the S&P. So when we talk about ranges, if we look at the ATR at the bottom of the screen, we, we generally see a bit of a range um, over the last 20 days. In fact, it, it's been much higher. Um, just recently, we've probably been around 77 points uh, in, in a range in the in the S&P uh, over the last 20 days. So the last month of trading, we've seen about 70 to 80 pip range. Um, now, yesterday, we're looking at a range of um, it's not necessarily the full move, but we got a high of 42.93 and a low of uh, 41.05. So we're talking about, you know, really a 190 point range and a lot of the trading a lot of the selling kicked in uh, the night before as well. So we're talking about 200 pips to the downside, followed by 150 pips back to the upside. So we're talking about a massive uh, amount of liquidity in these markets. And we're still technically above uh, the monthly low. However, our, our bias is, is bearish. Now, we've had a bit of a, a kind of a talk um, yesterday evening and what with this bounce back. So our position is that we are looking for further downside. Um, yesterday's rally doesn't go anywhere to mitigate any of the downside that Russian conflict is likely to have. So we're not swept up in this, right, everything's great again. Let's start buying. Let's buy the dip. Let's get into those trades. Although we very well may well see prices short term uh, end up pushing a little bit on the higher side. However, our bias is looking for selling opportunities. And there is, as you can see currently up on screen, a pretty decent opportunity now. We've been moving sideways. Um, so we're looking for uh, the S&P below the 42.54. So really, our bias for these indices are to the downside. We've just got to select the right ones. Um, commodities. Um, a very, very significant move two days ago, followed by a pretty significant collapse. We're currently in the middle of that that period now. Um, we've got these highs. So these markets are, are creating some consolidation overnight, which is um, a little bit easier to trade um, than getting into these markets yesterday as they were falling. Uh, so you, there's your sideways move uh, in, in oil. So back above $95. Um, might give us a decent trade in oil. So we are sticking with the uh, risk off just because we've got 
a very, very uh, bullish technical response yesterday. And we understand the reasons why, but we do also understand that um, these markets might be getting it uh, wrong as things currently stand. Um, and what what these markets will be soon focusing on is is Fed response. If inflation starts running away, and with this conflict, it's likely to, to squeeze the supply side. Um, and if prices continue to push higher, which they have been, and they're very likely to continue to do so, and this Russian conflict will only add more supply side constraints, eventually that will hit demand. And that's the problem. When people stop buying because prices are too high, that's the problem. That's the impact on the corporate balance sheet. That's the impact on central bank monetary policy. You know, it'll start going up. We'll have zombie companies that are valued at exponential levels, um, literally going out of business. Uh, there'll be larger unemployment numbers. Um, so the whole thing can come unstuck very, very quickly. So all attention will start shifting back to central banks and what is their likely response in this situation. But just to be, just to clarify, um, we're, 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 we're certainly bearish the indice markets and we are looking for opportunities um, to to buy the yen. Um, we'll stay away from the euro pound uh, and the dollar. We'll be looking for further dollar strength um, if these indices <laughs> do roll lower. And we've had a very, very impressive bounce back when you bear in mind kind of current situation. Um, uh, the dollar CAD. So at the moment, we've got some some significant dollar weakness uh, across the board. Um, the problem now becomes um, if we start getting that little rollover trade, that's something that would interest us. Uh, we're still in a couple of euro trades. We're, we're in the euro dollar to the downside. We want to try and stick with this if we can. Uh, we're in the euro yen to the downside. So uh, <clears throat> we want to try and stick with these trades. And another factor just to consider is we've reversed a lot of these markets into these um, support and resistance zones. So, for example, that zone is kind of the 129.60 down to the 129.30. Inside that kind of range is strong resistance in the euro yen, for example, we're looking at. Um, and there's, there's some resistance around these current levels in the euro dollar as well around the the 112.20 level um, may provide some some further resistance, preventing prices from pushing higher. Um, but really, it's not so much about which markets are we trading, it's, it's how we're trading them. And that's the subtle change we're going to slowly start to adopt. So looking at our trade plan currently up on screen, um, we'll just make some amendments, guys, and we'll let you guys go. Um, So we're looking for risk-off market conditions. Um, um, so risk-off market conditions due to Russian conflict. Uh, that very well may be dealt with now at this point. Um, But that's probably a more accurate shift. So we're looking for risk off market conditions due to impact on inflation. Pushing prices higher will fundamentally impact demand. Um, and the Fed are already really, really behind the curve. 
uh, so the ECB promising to do pretty much nothing for the remainder of the year um, and see how things go. Well, in the meantime, prices are continuing to skyrocket. And uh, so let's see if that begins to shift. So central banks increasing interest rates are not necessarily great conditions for um, for your uh, indices and, and for your stock markets. Uh, and the Fed is the big global player in that in that sense. So risk off market conditions due to the impact on inflation. We're looking for global indices weakness. We're looking for gold and oil uh, commodity strength. We're looking for yen strength. Um, dollar strength and we can continue to look for that euro weakness so just because we had a really strong pullback yesterday um i suppose uh so be selective is probably important and uh, uh Okay, so just as a little footnote there at the bottom, be selective and show urgency in profit taking. Um, that would be quite uh, useful. Yesterday is a really good example. We showed a lot of we were looking to, to sort of stick with those trades. And in hindsight, that that didn't prove uh, too good for us yesterday. Um, so that's our trade plan currently up on screen. Um, we're looking for risk off market conditions due to impact and inflation. So we're looking for global indices to roll lower. Markets like the S&P, the Dow, and, and the uh, well, all major indices, really. Uh, gold and oil, uh, commodity strength. So we're looking to see, you know, this impact play out again in oil markets. Yesterday, we had a massive move up to uh, $200 for um, uh, US oil. And now we're back down at sort of $92. So a massive devaluation uh, after that major move higher. Uh, broadly speaking, yen strength, dollar strength, um, and that euro weakness, which we're, we're already in the euro dollar to the downside and the euro yen to the downside. But do be selective and show urgency and profit taking. So if you get a nice big flush move, um, look to be booking in profits before it starts to turn. That would be um, a useful strategy in the near term because we're going to get some strong volatility uh, kick in. So we want to be a little bit, show a little bit more urgency. Uh, okay, so that just about concludes then today's um, trade plan session. If I can find my... Uh... <coughs> so any questions, guys, those of you joining us live, uh, feel free to post that into the chat box. Um, we'll answer any questions accordingly. Uh, and look, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we do trade these markets fully live and interactive every day from 8 a.m. Uh, to 12.30. So do feel free to come and join us in our live trade room. Um, and you can join us now for just $29 a month. Uh, there's, no ever, there's no other additional fees and charges. And that does give you access to a wealth of, of education, uh, trading tools. You've got your risk management software. Um, and you've got our about five hours of, of live trading every day and support and mentorship. So hopefully you'll find it um, uh, a value proposition. Uh, so for more information, just go to the livetraderoom.com uh, and feel free to connect with us through the chat function as well if you have any questions and 
one of us will get back to you as soon as we can. So on that note, thanks for joining us here at the live trade room. Take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.